Greg Miller didn't know what he felt. Trepidation? Good, old-fashioned, scared-to-death, quivering-in-his-shoes terror? His mouth felt dust-caked inside, and his hands, like his head under the wig, all but dripped sweat. Adding to his discomfort, the mustache glue itched unbearably. And now, he had to walk out the door of the airport and across the parking lot, looking for a car he should know as well as he knew... What? His own face? He wasn't even sure he knew that very well. And in that car was going to be a woman he didn't know from Adam. A humorless grin crossed his face. Hell, he didn't know Adam from Adam. He could only take his brother Adam's word for it that they were closely related. If they hadn't been so much alike, he might have found it harder to accept. He remembered waking up in the hospital, remembered people calling him Mr. Miller. Then an older man had arrived, a white-haired man who called him Son and Greg. He had slept a lot, and they'd left him alone in a quiet, darkened room with a headache to end all headaches, with one eye swelled shut and every bone in his body aching. It had come over him slowly, the knowledge that he had no sense of personal identity. For a long time, he had just drifted, trying not to panic, telling himself that it was the headache causing the momentary lapse. When he'd been able, he'd gotten up from the bed and headed for the mirror on the far side of the room. As he'd stood looking at himself for longer than his wobbly legs had liked, the door had opened and another man had come in. Except for the lack of a shiner, the other man's face had been a pretty close approximation of the one in the mirror. He'd had the same gray eyes, the same rough, shaggy hair. The man's cheeks had been a bit thinner, and he had been likely a couple of years older, but boy, the two of them look alike. He could accept the fact that his name was Gregory Miller when his brother told him a few hours later. He could deal with having a brother. Not that he felt any sense of kinship with a man who called himself Adam, but he could accept it. Having a father named Seth was all right, too, and a cousin named Ian who was, it seemed, also his mechanic. He supposed if he had to have a job, it might as well be that of a race car driver. Somebody had to drive race cars. He'd had three more days to come to grips with the rest, but things were totally different now. He'd not only left the security of his private room in the hospital in disguise and been flown in a private jet from Baltimore to Seattle, now he had to walk out an unmarked door into a small parking lot and meet a woman. That was who. A woman he had, as far as he could remember, which wasn't very damn far at all, never seen before in his life. But a woman who was his wife. He had seen a picture of her, a snapshot. It showed a laughing girl with curly red hair and a wide, sensuous mouth. Why, if she was his wife, weren't there more and better pictures of her in his father's house for his brother to choose from? Adam had shrugged off the question. But just as he had no sense of kinship with his father and his brother, he had no feelings at all for the woman out there who was probably going to expect him to sweep her into his arms and kiss her passionately, a woman who might burst into tears at the sight of him, a woman who would want to mean something to him.